And we are back. Welcome everyone listening around the world. This is episode what? Nine, season three of 10 Years War. Oh man, I cannot believe it. And I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I would say good morning, but that's wrong. It's a great morning. Now, I was going through my notes even before that. We just, as you know, we all just got back from victory, right? Victory was last week, and that was our fourth independently produced event that we've had here at the Palo Alto campus. And one of the things I think is cool is that we don't have to do this. We get to do this. And it was difficult. It's difficult doing this and funding it and paying for it and helping people and, and recruiting people and promoting it and all these and writing for it and coaching the speakers and all these different things and setting up and it's just it's but it's it's a cool thing. I kept telling myself, James, you don't have to do this. You get to do this. You get to do this. And I think I just want to talk a little bit about that. I don't think I know. I want to talk a little bit about that. And then I got some other great things for you this episode. I'm looking at my notes here on Apple, and it was October 7th when the idea sprung into my head. I remember waking up in the middle of the night, and I just, I don't know if I was having a dream or what, but I just woke up, I was about to fall off the bed. I was having that kind of inception moment where I'm falling and I wake up, (laughs) and I remember just the Holy Spirit saying, victory. Huh? What? Who said that? Huh? Who said said that? Victory. You have victory. Victory. And all the things that you've been going through, James, I know it's been tough these last two years, but you're not the only one that's been going through it. Wait, you're not the only one that's been growing through it. You do still have victory. And you don't feel victorious because victory is not a feeling. Victory is an an action. It's an action. It's an action. Victory is an action. You become victorious because of your actions, not because of your feelings. And I just said, whoa, I wasn't even, it was 3 a.m. I wasn't even ready for that, that revelation. And I went back to sleep and I woke up and started talking to my team. And I said, I think we're going to do an event this year. And everybody said, wait, well, you're going to do an event? No, yeah, I think we, I know it's late. I know it's October. And we usually do these events in November for the fall. I said, but I think, I think we can just, we can do a smaller event. I know that there's COVID and all these different things and there's restrictions on campus, but I got this word, man. I got this I got this revelation. Now, let me pause right here. This isn't even my speech, but when you hear that word, you know it's for you and what you do with it, that determines everything. And I wanted to be faithful to the word that I heard. Mm, okay? And I said, "Okay. All right, here we go. We're going to do victory." And I don't know how. I don't I mean, I don't have any students that I think I'm going to pull from. I don't even have a speech myself. I mean, I don't I don't I just I don't know. I don't know how, but I know that we're going to do it. Let me pause right there. That's not even my speech. When you get the word and you're being, you heard this word that you're being faithful to, don't worry about the how. Just start planning it. Start doing it. A lot of times people, when you get a vision or you hear something, you say, oh, okay, I know that's for me. I'm supposed to start that business or I'm supposed to, come on, start that podcast or I'm supposed to talk to those people or I'm supposed to volunteer or I know that I'm supposed to give them my time or my talent, my treasure. I know that I'm supposed to do that thing. And then you say, well, I don't know how I'm going to do it. The how is never up to you. The how is never up to you. You just have to start. I love what I love what Les Brown says. He says, you don't have to be great to start, but you've got to start to be great. Right. Okay. that's just that's not even (laughs) that's not even on my notes here. But October 7th, that's where the first idea for victory came from. Thinking about my life and saying I didn't feel victorious. But you're alive, you're still going, and you've overcome some things. Yeah, you've been bruised. 
You've been in a battle. You've got some war wounds. You've got some people that left you. You've got some things that are different at work. You've got some things that are different in your relationships. You've got some people that walked away. You've, you've got less money. <laughs> Come on. I mean, but you are still can be cut. You're victorious. And victory is not a feeling. Victory is an action. Again, you become victorious because of what you do, not because of what happens to you. Ooh, you got to write that down. Come on. Okay. Now, I also wrote this. I'm also looking at my notes. And this is why it's good for you to write things down. Come on. that's You've got to write things down. Now, I work out of my iPad and my computer and my phone. And I'm, I love that all these notes can kind of share themselves with each other, which is pretty cool. And I was looking at this, this October 7th note. And it says, make the frame bigger. Now, this was an idea that I got from Michael Todd. And he was talking about photos and how you can only see the picture as big as the frame, right? He said your phone shows a picture, your computer shows a picture, even if you print out a picture or whatever the case is, the picture can only be as big as the frame, which means in order to see the bigger picture, you need a bigger frame. You're not thinking big enough. I even told my students, I said, man, I, I was being full hours. We, somehow we got on the topic of cars and things that we want in life and the things that you're working toward and having goals. I said, man, I'm really trying to buy this Porsche Macan. I just, I gotta have this Porsche Macan SUV. And then I heard another voice saying, the problem is what if you could give four of those away? What if you were in the capacity? What if you were in the space to give four of those things away? And I said, oh my gosh, I don't even know. I don't know how I'm gonna afford one, let alone how can I afford to give away four? And that was it. You're not thinking big enough. You're not thinking big enough. I told my students, I said, you want to get all A's, that's cool, but how can you get to the point to where you can help other students get all A's because you're tutoring them, you're inspiring them. And my students were saying, wow. I said, yeah. I said, you, myself, all of us, we are not thinking big enough. You've got to what? Make the frame bigger. You want people to listen to your episodes. Okay, that's cool, but what if people listen to your episodes, they also started their own podcast that inspired other people? Ooh, you're not thinking big enough. You want people to listen to your music, that's cool, but what if your music helped change and inspire generations and created other speakers, other, other musicians, other artists? Whoa, you're not thinking big enough. You've got to make the frame bigger. And that's what we try to do with this. Doing, not just doing, well, you know, okay, we can only do a little bit. Okay, but do what you can, but also make the frame bigger. And <laughs> there's some takeaways. There are some takeaways from Victor that I wanted to share with you. And I wanted to help you understand it in 3D. I just want to help you understand these takeaways in Victory from 3D. And especially if you didn't even get to, to watch it, it is on YouTube. It is on YouTube if you didn't, didn't get a chance to watch it. Okay, here we go. First thing from Victory that I wanted you to know, you have to decide that you can win. That's number one, write that down. Decide that you can win. Whatever's going through your life and you've had some setbacks, you've had some hardships, you're dealing with some pain, you're dealing with some injuries, you're dealing with some surgeries, you're recovering from a loss or a divorce or abuse, setback, whatever the case is, you have to decide in that moment, I can win. Now wait, you, you can't see the victory. You might have to be the victim. Okay, that's easy. That's easy money. That's the, I'm not going to even go there, but you, you might not be able to see the victory even if you can be the victory. Okay, but here we go. You have to decide that you can win. I can win. I can still win. There's still enough time left. I'm alive. I'm alive. You can't say, well, I'm going to die a loser if you're still alive. Right? Well, 
things aren't going the way I want. That is true. And I'm not having, okay, that's true. And you don't know what happened. I know that's, I get it. I get all of those things. But you, in this moment, right now, as you're listening to this podcast, in this season, in this moment of your life, on this very hour, can you still win? Yes, but that's a decision. It's a decision to say, I'm going to stop letting losing happen to me. I love what Eric Thomas says. Don't allow losing to happen to you where you let people do you and treat you in a way because then your losing becomes a culture. And many of us have a culture of losing. Well, that's just what we do. We lose. Think about some of those NFL teams that they just always lose. You, you always lose year after year after season after season where it becomes a culture. Yeah, we just that's just what we do. You can have a bad season, you can have a bad week, but you can't have a bad life. You can't have a you can't leave a legacy of losing. Oh man, that losing is what you do, but that can't be who you are. <laughs> oh my goodness. You have to decide. It's a decision. You make a decision to wear clothes. Even if you have no clothes, even if you don't have clean clothes, none of you have ever made the decision to go out butt naked. What are you saying, sir? I'm telling you, literally, it's a decision. You you could have no clothes. Well, I don't have the best clothes, and I don't I don't enjoy how my clothes look, and my clothes don't fit well, and these clothes are stupid. But what do you still do? You still make a decision to put on clothes and walk outside. You've never said, well, I'm just gonna go naked because I hate all my clothes. It's a decision. You use what you have, even if you don't have what you, I mean, you see what I'm saying? So you, it's a decision, which means you've got to decide to stop letting losing happening and saying, I'm going to now have a victory mindset. I haven't won yet. Come on. I have not won yet, but I know that I am a winner. At the core of me, I know that I am a winner and I'm deciding to have victory. I'm deciding to have to be victorious in my marriage. I know that my marriage is it's, it's on the ramp. These are things that are happening. I know I'm going to I'm going to decide to have victory in my children. I know that they're they things are working out not working out right now for them. I know that they're I kind of I'm losing one of them. He's kind of going down the wrong path or it's just hard to get. I, I, I know I get that, but you have to decide. It's a mindset. Decide that, hey, I'm st- I'm going to stop losing. And right now I'm going to change things around. I'm going to turn things around and I'm deciding that I can still win. Les Brown says that you have to know that it's possible. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. Now, when you think about possibilities, even a 1% chance is better than zero. Look at your life and what, what percentage, what, how possible is it that you could win? And maybe that's all you need. Well, there's only a 10% chance that I'm gonna win. Okay, then go with that. Look at your life, look at all that you've been through, everything that's happening to you, all that your circumstances, your finances, your debt, everything, all your your current circumstances. I don't know, I'm in between jobs and I don't know where I'm gonna move to and I don't know where I'm gonna live and I don't know what's happening. Okay, but what's the possibility that everything could be victorious for you? Is it 9%? Go with that. Is it 32%? Go with that. Go, Go with what you have and it's possible, it's a possibility. It's a pot. Okay, I'll prove it to you, man. I gotta just prove. I gotta prove it to you. Remember, okay, if <laughs> if I gave you a, a jug of whatever Sprite, let's say, oh yeah, let's go with Sprite. Let's go with Sprite. And I put in some sort of uh, let's say I, let's say I just spit in it. <laughs> let's say I spit in, or no, let's let's say I go with that idea about bleach. If I put bleach in that Sprite, okay. Now, to my knowledge, bleach is clear. And I said, hey. 
there's a 32% chance that there's some bleach in this Sprite. Would you drink it? No, you wouldn't even drink it. You said, mm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take the chance. Ooh, come on. You would say, I'm not going to risk it. I said, okay, but what, what if there's only a 9% chance that there's some bleach in this Sprite? You would still say, uh, no. Okay, which means that 9% is still pretty big. Okay, man, there's only a 5% chance that somebody <laughs> with a deadly virus coughed and spit in this <laughs> Sprite. <laughs> Ew! And I just need you to drink it. It's only a 5% chance. <laughs> what would you say? That's still too high, which now I'm proving to you that even if you only had a 5% chance of becoming a millionaire, a 5% chance of getting that degree, a 5% chance of turning your life around, ooh, come on, a 5% chance of getting healthy, a 5% chance of being healed, a 5% chance of being victorious, you would still take it because you now know that it's enough, that that 5% chance is all you need. It's impossible, it's a possibility. You have to decide, okay, even with this 5% chance, I can still win. I can still take that chance. That 5% is more than enough. It's a decision. I'm gonna stop letting losing happen to me and I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna make it happen. I don't know how, I don't know how, that you don't know how you're gonna get the victory, but you decide that you're gonna, that, that winning is a possibility. You have to decide that you can win. That's number one. Number two, determine what winning is. Okay, write this down. Number two, determine what winning is. How does winning manifest itself in your life? What is winning to you? What is victory to you? What is success to you? What is an accomplishment to you? I had my students do this wandering map and I, I told them, I said, I need you to write down your accomplishments. Big ones, but also small ones. Big victories, but also small victories. Big wins, but also small wins. I told the story, this weekend I went to Canyon Lake and also got a chance to, to meet some different people and it was really cool. Because of that, I almost didn't go, but because of that I actually got to speak at this youth conference this past Wednesday. Okay, I took a chance. I didn't know what was, I didn't even know what was gonna happen. I never expected that, but I took a chance. Now, wait, this past weekend, this past weekend, when I went to Canyon Lake, I'm getting back, I'm getting some gas, I go to the Valero, and there's this woman there, she just has this bad, angry disposition. And I, at the time, I didn't know what she had been going through, and I said, mm, I'm having, I'm feeling really good today, I actually don't want to go to her, I want to go to somebody else. And as fate would have it, as God would have it, I guess I just decided, okay, well, actually, I didn't decide at that moment, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I had no choice but to go to her. But when I went to her, I then did decide. I said, James, I'm not going to I'm not going to let this go. And I just started talking to her. Hey, how's it going? Well, and she goes, I said, I said, well, I said, I'm glad that you're here and not where where you were that was making you angry. She said, yeah, because at my house, this is going on and this is going on. I said, but look, I said, but you're here. You're stacking up that money. She said, you know what? I am stacking up money. And we kind of like la laughed. I said, I said, you're going to be able to do some cool things with that. Do you have a, a, a trip plan? She said, no, but I will now. And, and we just kept going back. And I, I'm kind of teasing her a little bit. And she's laughing and, and she's smiling. And I could just see those walls kind of breaking down. 
and I decided to help her know that even here at this Valero cashier job, she is still winning. She is still victorious because she is where, she might not be where she wants to be, but she's not where she used to be, currently her home. That there was something going on in her home and she's not there now, she's here now, right? Shout out to Hillsong, she's here now, and then okay, now make some victory happen here. And all I was doing was buying some gummy worms and getting some couple of waters. But in that moment, we talked for about four minutes and everything changed. She said, thank you. And we laughed and we had some other jokes that we were doing. And she said, she said, thank you, I really needed this. And her whole disposition changed. As I'm leaving, she now calls for the next customer in a different one. She called me, next customer, please. She called the next person. Hey, I'll take the next person here. And I walked into the parking lot thinking, dang. This is what you do, James. You have that ability, that capability to just encourage people in their moments. And I don't, I'm not saying I changed her life, but I changed her hour, I changed her day. There's a new outlet. I, I, I showed her that she can win right now in this moment. But you have to determine, that was winning for me. I didn't win, I didn't make any money. In fact, it cost me money because I paid for the water and the gas and the gummy worms, right? <laughs> it cost me money, but that was winning. That was winning, that was a small win, that was a small victory, but it meant everything to, to the point where I'm sharing it with you now. But you have to, in your mind, your mind, decide what is winning? What is victory? For me, I'm in the full-time business of encouragement. <laughs> I get paid to encourage people, full-time. Full time when I'm talking to my students, when I'm inspiring them, I get paid to do what I love and I would say that is success. That is a victory. At this victory event, getting pr producing the whole thing by myself, that's a victory. Yes, I would actually say that was a small victory. You say, wait, the event was a small victory? Yes, because why? Student reached out to me afterwards, said, hey, this sent me a message, said, hey, thank you for letting me do this. You helped me prove to myself that this is possible. That with all the all the things that I've had in my life, all the ups and downs, all the chaos, all the anxiety, and you showed me, you helped me prove to me that I'm possible, that I can do this. And now I want to be a speaker. I want I want to find out how I can how can I do this for the rest of my life. Thank you, sir. You you helped you made this possible. That is the largest victory of the year. Who am I? I'm not, I'm not nobody. I'm not nobody special. But for you to say that to me, that meant everything. That meant everything. That was the biggest victory of the night. And you have to decide what is victory. Is it getting the degree? Is it getting that job? Is it losing weight? Is that the victory? Or is victory keeping the weight off? Ooh, who am I talking to? Or is victory keep going when you're not losing weight? You've been losing weight and then you hit a plateau, but you kept going anyway and you pushed harder. Maybe that is the victory. You got you got both your kids through college. Maybe that is the victory. Maybe you won some sort of child support. I mean, what is it? You have to decide what victory is. How does it look in your life? What is winning to you? You have to determine this. Okay, you determine what winning is by defining what is a win, what is a waste, what is a lesson, what is a loss, what is failure, what is an experience. I struggle with that for my whole life. I told you all that in, in another pre previous podcast where I felt that a lot of my life was a failure, but my sister helped me to def define it as an experience. She said, James, you're not a failure. 
Well, I did music and it didn't work out. I did comedy and it didn't work out. I did radio and it didn't work out. I did acting and it didn't work. She said, no, 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 James, you are not a failure. Those are not failures. Those are experiences that you have that other people don't have. You gotta determine what is a loss and what is a lesson. Ooh. What's a win and what was a waste? And dare I say, none of it goes to waste. None of those years are a loss when you use them for something bigger, when you use them for something better, when you use them for, when you make the frame bigger, you can see it differently. Ugh. <laughs> when you make the frame bigger, you can see it differently. Oh, okay, well see that experience, that wasn't actually a loss, that was a lesson that I used and loved to help me find the one. <laughs> Y'all don't want to play with me today. Y'all don't want to play with me today. Okay, I see that that job actually wasn't a loss. It was a lesson and what happens when I need to do what I need to do and not make excuses and now I'm at this new job and I'm helping as a manager and I help work with other people that would have made the same decisions as me, the bad decisions, but I help develop them as this, in this new role as a manager where I couldn't see that when I was a sales associate. I made the frame bigger and now I can see the picture differently. The first thing is, you've got to decide that you can win. The second thing is, you've got to determine what winning means to you. Decide, define it. Define, determine what winning is. Determine what is a victory. Okay, third one. Distractions lead to defeat. This is the third lesson I wanted to take away from the victory. Distractions lead to defeat. I should have had my phone off. Maybe be, maybe 3, 4 p.m., maybe 3 p.m. I should have just turned my phone off. All kind of distractions of, hey, man, I can't make it. Hey, I'm not going to make it. I'm not. And, 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 and let me let me say this with love. And I was trying to figure out how to tell people that that doesn't when you have to perform or actually when I have to perform and also as producer, I'm, I'm wearing two different roles here where I have to worry about the actual performance itself, but also the event itself, the lighting, the music, the flow, the organization, the volunteers, all of that. And kind of that flood of, I can't make it, was just felt, I felt like a left down. I said, James, you've got to protect yourself. And some of them were real, real reasons. Some of them were excuses. It was hard for me to determine in that moment, what was the reason, what was the excuse. I kind of viewed them all as excuses and letdowns and thinking, man, oh, well, I'll be at the next one. <laughs> The last one we had was fall 2019. <laughs> it's not, this isn't a TV show where we do this every couple of weeks, right? <laughs> but, and I'm saying, again, I'm saying this with love. I should have just protected myself. Cause I shouldn't say, well, don't text me if you can't make it, right? Cause I don't want to hear that. Cause that sets me, that makes me feel down, which it does. But I think I should have just protected myself, which is my now lesson to you. You've got to protect yourself against distractions. You've got to have some barriers up. If you know that people are texting you and that, or there's something on social media or whatever it is, or maybe it's your friends, you've got to move to a different location in campus, or you've got to move to a different seat in the classroom, or you've got to, I mean, instead of having lunch with those people, maybe, hey, work on yourself during that hour, right? You've got to you've got to protect yourself again. You, ooh, let me say it this way: you've got to distance yourself from the distractions. Ooh, write that down. That's good. Di get some distance between your distractions, right? Even for me, putting the phone in the other room. 
people calling me, telling me all kind of crazy things, trying just trying to disrupt your flow. And I'm telling you, you've got to do this. Put some distance between you and your distractions because the distractions will lead to defeat. Why? Okay. Your enemy, the enemy really cannot beat you straight up. Okay. The enemy can't really beat you straight up. All it can do is defeat you by distracting you. Isn't that why it's called, I was going to say this, but it's called a loss by default, right? By default, right? And I thought about this where it can't really beat you. It can just tire you out. Your enemy, your enemy can't beat you straight up, but it can tire you out. It can, it can throw a little doubt. Ooh, right? It can throw a little bit of distraction. It can't actually physically beat you, but it can distract you. It can throw a little bit of doubt, try to make you feel a little bit of anxiety that isn't even real, right? It just came out of nowhere. Well, that's the distraction because now it's trying to get you away from the destiny, that away from the calling, away from that assignment that you're supposed to be doing and working on. You have to add a little bit of distance between you and your distractions. And that manifests itself, however, for, for many of you, it's different. For many of you, it is just different. Okay, I mean, you're gonna have to say, okay, well, well, for me, I know that when people send me messages that are not encouraging, and I'm now supposed to go encourage other people, that is a distraction for me, because then I get caught up with, and well, why didn't you come to the show, and why didn't you do this, and 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 oh, okay, so you can go to the Cowboys game, you can go to oh, this is a real experience, you can go to <laughs> the Roadrunners game, the Roadrunner, but you can't go to my event, and I helped you move, or I was okay, but you see, James, whoa, 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 whoa. That's a distraction, because in that moment, it does not matter. James, all that matters is the people that show up right then and there. We had about 168 people. Wow, in, in, in the COVID, you know, okay. Right, well, here's what I'm telling you. Put some distance between you and those distractions. James, the only thing that matters is the is the event itself and people that show up and making it, making it amazing for those people, right? Here's why, because I can only cook for the people that come to eat. <laughs> I can only cook for the people who come to eat. Even when in class, when uh, one time half the class didn't show up, students say, well, are you still gonna have class? Yeah, I'm a chef and I cook for those who come to eat. Student says, okay, sir, slay, slay, sir. <laughs> I, said, I said, because I'm still gonna teach class even if only three of you show up. I'm, I'm still gonna encourage, I'm still gonna inspire. We got work to do. If only three of you show up, then that's what, then three of you are gonna get stronger because of the process. Right? The same thing happens in business. And the days that I don't show up to Chick-fil-A or Wingstop, I haven't gone to Wingstop in probably two, three months actually. And as far as I can tell, Wingstop's still doing business. They have never said, Mr. Harris, Mr. Harris, why haven't you, why, Mr. Harris, are you going to come back? And we miss you. They've not, Wingstop never sent me an email or a phone call or never knocked on my door to check on how I am, right? Which means they still keep working. They still do what? They still keep cooking. And you've got to tell yourself that you're a chef. And if, and if you people walk out of your life and the business partners don't do what they're supposed to do and there's investments in that and whoever your, your team, your, let's say you're a manager or whatever the case is and your team's not doing, you are a chef. You come to cook. Whoever's there, help them eat. Which means you can't worry about the people who are not there, the people who are not showing up. Does that make sense to you? It's a distraction. 
well, I don't know where she is. And he said he was going to help me and this person. And, and I, I had people, we were supposed to have five speakers and two performers. We actually ended on having three speakers and one performer. Okay, what did we do? We cooked. And it was an amazing event based on who was there. It was an amazing event based on who was there. And those people, they were inspired. They were motivated. Does that make sense? And I'm not, and I'm not trying to be petty or bitter or anything, but I'm just trying to help you understand that you've got to understand what is a distraction for you. This is a distraction. She was doing this. He was doing that. This did not, that is a distraction. That is a distraction. You might have to limit yourself on social media or give yourself some distance between whatever that, or this person, instead of going to lunch with those people, how about you go work on yourself? Cause you're still gonna eat, right? You get that? You're still gonna eat. Even during your lunch hour working by yourself, you're not hungry, you're still, you're still gonna eat. You're a chef and you came to cook for those that show up. And I'm just trying to help you see the bigger picture. Remember I said making the frame bigger, 3D, decide, determine, distractions. That was 3D, but even in 3D you can see the bigger picture. I told you, make the frame bigger. Nothing is wasted. <laughs> Nothing is wasted. Here's my challenge to you. Yes, you can win. I need you to believe me. You have to ask yourself, what is winning to you? What, what, how do you know that you're winning by what you're doing or by what's happening or by what you're not doing? So maybe you're winning because of something you're not doing. Maybe you're winning because of something you gave up. Maybe you're winning because of something you sacrificed. But you have to say, when this happens, this is winning. Or as the process happens, I'm still a winner. Ooh, okay. And then you've got to put some distance. Your distractions are too close to you. You think about football. You know football. When, when some sort of, whatever player, because anybody can catch the ball. The person with the ball is just running towards the, the end zone. And when, they, when there's nobody there, you're thinking this is a sure victory, but you always get a little bit concerned when there's somebody right there. And you're thinking, man, just put some distance, put some distance between you and that person. That way they don't trip you up. That way they don't make you fall. Put some distance. Put Just put a little bit of distance between you and everyone else. That is gonna cause you to fall. That's gonna cause you to trip up. That's going to distract you. That distance can actually be a little bit of protection. Hey man, you don't come around as much. You don't come to the bar as much with us, man. You don't really text us back as much. You're not, man, we, we going out to this party, man. And, and, and while you don't, man, you changing. I'm just putting a little bit of distance because I'm trying to go to my destiny. And if we're not going the same direction, you're a distraction. Ooh. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, we're, we're <laughs> I'm going to my destiny. But if we're not going the same direction, I gotta put a little bit of distance because you're a distraction. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. Y'all, <laughs> we didn't even get to these 10 questions that I was gonna answer today. But I hope that this was enough for you. I hope that this, this gave you something and we're coming right back. We're coming right back. Next episode is to episode 10 and we're gonna answer these 10 questions. But for today, remember, look at your life in 3D. Decide, determine, and put a little bit of distance between you and those distractions. I got a lot of love for y'all. I hope to hear from you soon.
Hey, thanks for tuning in to 10 Years War. Friends, I hope that message inspired you for your life's assignment. Share this message with someone you're close to. It may be just what helps them make it through. This is Undefeated Speaker. I hope to hear from you soon.